Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1615, Learning to Listen for a Life of Purpose, Health, and Joy, by Krista O'Reilly Davy DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading to you every day, including holidays. That's from some of the best blogs I can find, covering personal development and minimalism mostly, with permission from the authors. And with that, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Learning to Listen for a Life of Purpose, Health, and Joy by Krista O'Reilly Davy DeGee of alifeinprogress.ca. I knew within two weeks of meeting my husband in Quebec that I would marry him. It was not a logical choice. He was a Francophone on a student visa from West Africa and didn't speak any English. I spoke limited high school French. He was a carnivorous athlete. I, a vegan book lover, about as unathletic as they come. But there was an unshakable, unmistakable knowing within me. We married a year later, and this summer will mark 23 years of sharing an imperfect but beautiful life together. Maybe the right choice cannot be determined by logic alone. When I stepped into each of the two homes I have owned, I knew instantaneously they were to be mine. They were imperfect to the naked eye, and in both cases, our initial offers would be rejected. We would need to temporarily walk away. Yet stepping into them, I had experienced a deep knowing that I was home. And in the end, the sales closed peaceably without us compromising our finances or forcing circumstances. These humble homes have prospered us financially and sheltered us as we walk through seasons of struggle. Maybe the right choice has nothing to do with ease or perfection. Five years ago, I felt a clear call to return to studying. It did not make sense in terms of finances or energy. I was homeschooling three kids, living on one salary that already felt tight. I lived in constant pain from a childhood hip deformity and was awaiting a total hip replacement. My dad was diagnosed with terminal cancer and I would want to travel to spend as much time with him as possible. I'd be diagnosed with an autoimmune disease in the middle of it all. A gut decision that looked completely wrong provided a lifeline to me in the midst of a raging storm. There have been countless times in my life that I heeded an inner knowing and bore the fruit. And just as many, I disregarded what my intuition was screaming to me because of fear, because of what others might think, because I wasn't quite ready. There were times I thought I had heard right, but then shifted my gaze from my internal compass to the worries and challenging circumstances outside of myself and allowed myself to be pulled off course. Learning to listen is a journey, a process of building trust, offering ourselves forgiveness, living eyes and heart wide open. Learning to listen has called me to break up with wine, to begin eating meat after two decades of vegetarianism, 
to take breaks from my blog or social media when my soul feels weary. It calls me to use my voice persistently with doctors when something does not seem right in myself or with a child, to take personal responsibility for my mental and physical wellness when it would be far easier to defer to another, to let go of a relationship when I am fighting for life and she wants to stay where she is. Learning to listen means saying yes to scary opportunities that align with my mission and saying no to so many more, even if this permanently closes doors to me. It means choosing to offer others the same respect I desire for myself, even if this means being hurt or disappointed on occasion. It means walking up to a complete stranger because I see in her a kindred spirit and being gifted with one of my most beautiful relationships ever. It means asking for help when I'm in trouble and cannot do it anymore on my own. We need to learn to listen. Slowly but surely, as I let go of running and numbing and learn to listen and respond to what I hear, I move closer to freedom. Joy deepens. I begin to walk with greater confidence, not an assurance that I will avoid mistakes or challenge because these are all part of the messy journey, but a trust that I don't have to fear the process. Sometimes I listen and don't get an answer right away. So I sit with my impatience, curious, and choose to just do the next right thing that I already know. And then the next, until the answer comes. Waiting can be a critical part of learning to listen. I invite you to sit, take a few deep breaths, and listen in right now. Notice where tension or joy live in your body. What have you been ignoring or hiding from? Are you filled with negative self-talk and could you replace this with a kinder truth? What is that thing you have dreamed of doing but suppressed out of fear? Name it and hang out with it for a while. Maybe you are faced with a terrifying decision and you have no idea what to do. But if you shake off the fear, the outer expectations, the inner judgment, Can you hear even a still, small voice directing you to one small step? If you tend to only see your struggle or failure, allow yourself to notice one thing you did well today. Learning to listen is a beautiful, life-giving act of self-care. If I could offer you two primary gifts, one would be the gift of choosing to love yourself as is, and the second would be the gift of learning to listen, to trust that you are the expert of your own body. They have so much innate wisdom woven within you already and that if you learn to listen, you'll be directed to that which you most need in each season. Learning to listen will guide you to a life of purpose, health, and joy. You just listened to the post titled Learning to Listen for a Life of Purpose, Health, and Joy by Krista O'Reilly Davidegee of alifeinprogress.ca. Thank you to Krista. I know she's going through a lot or has been through a lot over the last few months. It'd be great if you could show her some support by coming to her site, alifeinprogress.ca. I do like the meditative check-in, basically listening to your body. That's a common first step in meditation, especially in group practice. If someone is walking you through a meditation, often they'll start with a physical check-in, going from the head and then all the way down to the toes, checking in with each body part and seeing if there's tension or not simply noticing and moving on and then heading into some kind of meditation after that. I find it super helpful. By the way, speaking of meditation, a little while ago, I walked through one of my favorite meditations on the Meditation Minis podcast. That was back on January 19th of this year, 2020. So you might wanna check that out. That's the January 19th episode on the Meditation Minis podcast. I walk you through a meditation. But that should do it for today. Hope you're having a great day and I'll be back tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.